welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of Yes, You're a Writer. I'm Ariel, and with me as always is author Joe Whittemore. Hi, Joe. Hey, Ariel. So last time we talked about kind of the overall, like, block the whole thing, just go through the whole... Right, the big picture. The big picture, sure. the whole manuscript, just go through the whole thing. Right. So now we're zooming in a little, right? Exactly. So this week we're going to be doing the chapter-by-chapter breakdown. And the reason that you do this is because a lot of times people... May, they don't have a ton of free time, but they may be reading a chapter of a book at a time or a chapter or two. So, so you're talking about reviewers or... Readers. Readers. Right. Oh, okay. So the readers, they're not going to read the... They might not have time to read the book all the way through and, and make it a big cohesive read. So mm-hmm. each individual chapter needs to... You need to make sure that each chapter should be able to stand alone in regards to maintaining interest, moving the plot forward, world building, and then character development. Okay. Right? Because if you have someone that is only going to be able to read chapter four, uh-huh. and chapter four is what you decided was going to be kind of the boring chapter, you know, we're not... <laughs> wait, boring. wait, wait. Hold on. Break it down here. Authors choose to make a chapter <laughs> boring. This is what I'm hearing? Well, because there is that chapter two syndrome, right? Where chapter one was the big, exciting, uh-huh. sudden development that's going to rock this character's world, and then chapter two is, oh yeah, by the way... This is what the Babysitter's Club is about. So, and, and that's, like, seriously, the Babysitter's Club books, that's the one thing I did not like about them. Sorry, Anna M. Martin, my apologies. But is that chapter two was always a chapter where they would say, oh, here's what the club is about, here's what we do, here's what a kid kid is, and that huh. kind of stuff. So you need to make sure that every chapter is interesting. Yeah, right? and you need hopefully. To, right. And you need to make sure that every chapter moves the story forward. It should... the the chapter shouldn't end where it began, right? We need to feel like we're getting forward momentum with each chapter. Yeah, absolutely. And then you may not have world building in every chapter, but you need to make sure that, especially if you're writing fantasy or science fiction or Western, something, basically something not contemporary, that you're exposing the reader to the world that you're building. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you need to make sure that you're having character growth. And again, that may not happen every single chapter because you may have a really busy, action-packed chapter where it's like a big fight scene or something happens. Uh-huh. But... At least, you know, in the surrounding chapters, you need to make sure that the character is having, you know, those insightful moments or working with other characters and you're seeing growth from those characters. So you also need to make sure that these chapters, they should carry more than one emotion, right? Because you don't read a book where a chapter is entirely happy the entire time that chapter is going on, right? Yeah. You have a character that's having a great day at the start of the chapter, and by the end of the chapter, something has gone wrong, and it's a horrible day. Or you have a chapter that starts off with someone in a dangerous situation, and so they're, they're full of fear and apprehension, and then they face whatever they were against. They're not going to stay in that state. Their emotion is going to change, right? Yeah. Because nobody stays in one state for an extended period of time. You go through emotions, right? It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, that's a dynamic. Right. So yeah. you just need to make sure that with each one of these chapters that you're reviewing, that you're doing revisions for, that each chapter has different emotions in it, that your character isn't just carrying one emotion through the entire chapter. And so what you also need to be checking for each chapter is the recurrence of secondary characters and subplots. Right? When did you last mention this? And there is a method that you can use, and there's multiple methods that you can actually use when you're doing chapter breakdowns to make sure you're identifying weak points or spots you know, where you have a scarcity of a character or a subplot or where you have maybe overabundance of too much going on at one point. So, of course, you have Scrivener, 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Which we've which we've talked about a lot. And Scrivener is something where you can actually do a chapter by chapter breakdown. So you can take a chapter, you can create an index card for it, a note card for it, where you provide the summary for that chapter, mm-hmm. where you can put the list of characters that are involved in that chapter, where the setting is, etc. And then what you can do is you can analyze each one of those chapters. And uh, you can print out those note cards, whatever you want to do. And you could even do this with real note cards if you wanted to. But you take those note cards and you you look at places where you have situations where, say, a secondary character occurred in Chapter 2 and then doesn't occur again until Chapter 6. Mm-hmm. So you, you realize, okay, I need to actually put this character in more. And the way you identify when characters are missing, what I like to do is um, f- when a character is actively in a chapter, which means they are actually physically engaged in the chapter of that of particular story, you put them their name in all caps, right, okay. at the start of a chapter. So and another thing you could do is just do the, take the manuscript itself and take um, the opening page for each chapter and write on those. That's what I do. Okay. Okay, so you read through the chapter, uh-huh. make note of what characters appear. Okay. Okay, so the ones that are actively physically in the chapter... They get their names in all caps. Mm-hmm. In the front page, you just... Of that chapter, of correct. that chapter, you just write it in. Correct. Yeah. The ones where characters are mentioned, but they don't actually have a presence, those go in regular case or normal case. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like capital letter for the first initial, yeah. and then the regular for the rest. Yeah. And so you can, that way, it's an also easy, easy way, you just take the front page for each chapter, put them side by side on the floor, and you can look and see, okay... This Steve occurred in chapters one, two, and then we don't see him again until chapter eight. Yeah, that's a problem. Right. And then you start to analyze, do I need Steve? Or is Steve mm. an expendable character? I can get rid of him. Can some other char- Can I absorb him into a different character? Uh, okay. Is he necessary? And if he is necessary, then you need to find ways to work him into at least one or two more chapters, or you need to at least give him some passive mentions. Right? Got so it, people yeah. are aware that he still exists. Because we've all seen TV shows where you, you're watching the show and you wonder to yourself, whatever happened to so-and-so, <laughs> right? And they hadn't, occur- they hadn't shown up, in, but then you hear them mentioned in an episode. And you go, okay, so they are still aware that they created this character. Good. <laughs> so that's what you want to be able to provide the reader is, even if Steve is not, you know, Steve goes off on his own side quest and, you know, he doesn't appear again until chapter six, but you need to make sure that the reader is aware that you remember Steve exists, so you need to at least have a passive mention of Steve, you know, in chapters three and four, just throw out, hey, I got a phone call from Steve and he's doing whatever, or have Steve call, you know. Um, and so what you can do, what I like to do for the those main points of maintaining the interest, moving the plot forward, world building, and character growth or development, is I give those a different color of highlighter. Each one of those four. Right. So, okay. for example, world building might get green because, you know, earth. Mother Earth, okay, green sure. grass, etc. Yeah. So that would be green. Maintaining interest maybe would be like purple, because purple oh. is an interesting color. Okay. Moving the plot forward might be like yellow, and you know, character development might be blue. Okay. And so what you do is when you look at again when you read through each chapter on the first page of each chapter, you put you you highlight you put little highlight ticks, just you know on the top right or wherever you want to put it of the colors that identify what of those four things was used in the chapter. So maybe you have a chapter that has, it's not super interesting, but it has world building and it moves the plot forward. It has character development. So you've got three ticks on there, three uh, different colors, three different right? Colors, yeah. 
So, or you may have something where it's maintaining interest and it's world building, but it doesn't have, it doesn't move the plot forward. It doesn't have any character development. And so what you do, again, you can look at those colors at the start of each chapter and you notice where you have a paucity, you know, right. and you go, okay, this Gotta needs, fill that gap. right. This yeah. needs some work. Um, and again, you do something similar with the subplots. You, you can have, you can either give them like code names or you can give them letters like subplot B, subplot C. Mm -hmm. And you, again, as you're reading through each chapter, you mark down, okay, subplot P, subplot B occurred here. Yeah. And so you look and see again on that front page of each chapter, you can look and see, okay, I've got subplot B here at the very beginning, but I don't put it again to the very end, or I lost it completely. Okay, I can take that out. I uh -huh. don't need that. So it's that's an easy way to do. It. And some people do that with spreadsheets. They don't okay. have they don't keep the individual pages of the manuscript. They actually put it all in a spreadsheet, and they do the same type of thing where they say these are the characters that occurred, and I do this sometimes too. These are the characters that occurred in this chapter. Here was the major plot point that occurred in that chapter. Here is any subplots that occurred. And and you can and again you can do that and you can even create like you know pie graphs and stuff of how often a character appears or doesn't appear in a story. Oh yeah, I guess if you have it in a spreadsheet, you can do all kinds of right. If you yeah, if you want to get super technical. So um, yeah, I mean those are all great ways to do that. I want to talk also about um, does the chapter open like when you're looking at when you're reviewing your chapter, does it open with an interesting sentence and does it end with an interesting sentence? Right. Because again, we're talking about a situation where someone might put your book they should never put down. They should read it all the way through every time. Yes, we know this. But sometimes there is a baby wiping poop on the wall. And you okay. have to put your book down. I, yeah. I, and I know this happens to people because I've seen it and it's disgusting. But <laughs> Hey, but it's fact of life you it know, happens. sometimes. It yeah. happens. And you have to put the book down or you have to put you know your iPad or your Kindle down and take care of that. And yeah. maybe you don't get back to the book until the next day. And you're starting a new chapter, and if it's if again if it doesn't start with intrigue or something interesting, then you kind of don't feel compelled to keep reading. Yeah, it's got to pull you in, right? Right. Yeah. So at the beginning. Yeah. Right. So you want to have an interesting start to that chapter, and you want it to end on an interesting note. And something I I I, I beg you, don't have it always end on the same note, and don't always have it start on the same note. For example, don't always have it be a dramatic cliffhanger end for the chapter. Because uh -huh. so like every chapter is a cliffhanger, right? Because life isn't like that. It's not always going to be. <gasps> it's some, sometimes it's going to be okay, you know. But then you still. It, sometimes it's satisfaction. Sometimes it's apprehension. Sometimes it's fear. Sometimes it's anger. A chapter can end with a myriad of emotions, mm -hmm. and that goes back to my earlier point of don't carry an emotion all the way through, right? Because you have a myriad of emotions. So if you can start happy, don't always end sad. If you can start worried, don't always end relaxed. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's so many emotions that, you know, there's, there's enough of a dynamic. You can kind of go in lots of different directions and make sure you don't start at the same or end at the same place where you started. Exactly. Because you're that like, again, life isn't like that. And you want your readers to feel like, like they're falling into your world and that life doesn't always end in a super dramatic moment. And honestly, sometimes it's too, it's too stressful. It's too stressful for them to constantly be to, to be constantly be going up, 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 down, 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 down. So they need those relaxing moments where it's not something super dramatic that's happening at the end of a chapter. It could be something where something satisfying happens. Or it could be just something where it ends with a question. 
Sure. Yeah. But it doesn't always have to be something big and dramatic. And that's a lot of people kind of fall short in that, where they feel like it has to be something suspenseful or, <gasps> oh, shocker, that happens. Yes. And it doesn't, it, that's not true. But you should always look, um, you should also look for a balance between the narration and the dialogue. And what I mean by that is when you're reading your chapter, look and see how many exclamation or quotation marks you have, right? Okay. Like if yeah, you're just doing thing. a ton of narration and then occasionally you have one quotation mark where you had someone say something, that's too much. It's too much of you talking and not enough of your characters talking. Got it. And yeah. the same, it's, it, it's also true on the opposite side of the coin, is that if you have too much where it's just characters talking and we're not getting any narration of any description of what's going on, that's too much. So you need to make sure you strike that balance of enough dialogue and enough narration of, of what's going on. And of course you you want to make sure that you're showing more than you're telling as well. Right. So, um, and that's what I have for you on your chapter by chapter breakdown. Cool. All right. Lots of good stuff there. So Joe, where can people find more of your work and more info about you? Um, well, you can check out my website at www.joewhittemore.com. And you, if you're there, you can access my Twitter or you can um, check out past podcasts that we've done and you can check out my books and you can check out other writing resources and Ariel where can people uh, write to us if they have any questions or comments sure write us into whyyawpod that's y-y-a-w-p-o-d at gmail.com that's where you can send us your questions comments concerns anything you want to hear on a future episode we're more than open to to taking requests let us know what you want to what you want to hear on the show yeah Awesome. And one final request. If you can, if you're listening to this uh, via your, your iPhone or iPad and you're using iTunes, uh, please write us a review. Give us uh, your feedback, and that'll uh, help us kind of move up in the ranks a little bit in the podcasting world as well. So we really appreciate your feedback on iTunes or Google Play as well, or SoundCloud. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.